Hello, this is Carl Mailer from the Let's Talk Sports podcast. Are you one of the many people like me who love to voice their opinions? Then, well, the Anchor app is for you. Me, myself, I love using the Anchor app because I love voicing my opinion about everything sports. If you would like to get started on your own podcast, you can go to anchor.fm slash start to make your own podcast. Today's message was brought to you by the Anchor Sponsorship. The best way to start a podcast, if you're looking to start a podcast, is with the Anchor app. Start today at anchor.fm slash start. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Carl Mailer. I am the voice of podcasting. Welcome to the Let's Talk Sports podcast for another episode. So I don't know if you guys saw, uh, but Conor McGregor tweeted out the other night, Monday... Going into Tuesday morning, uh, this was very late. The Sports Center and them did not break it until the next day. Uh, Bleacher Report actually was the first one to break it. Uh, but Conor McGregor sent out a tweet on his official Twitter feed saying, Hey guys, quick announcement. I've decided to retire from the sport formerly known as mixed martial art today. I wish all of my old colleagues well going forward in competition. I now join my former partners on this venture already in retirement. Proper pina coladas on me, fellas. You know, the the funniest thing about that is that I, I don't know if I should believe Conor McGregor that, he is a, that he's officially retired. Now, granted, he has made a lot of money in the past couple of years. And you look at all the things, uh, the, the money that the UFC fighters invest in, and for people that don't watch the sport of, uh, mixed martial art, uh, mixed martial arts that don't watch the UFC or any of the other uh, uh, mixed martial art competitions that are out there on television. The the fighters are basically signed. They basically sign contracts of a certain amount of fights, and once those fights are up, it's whether up to them or whoever is responsible for. Uh, helping out the fighters of signing, re-signing contracts. So it's basically a fight to fight basis for these, uh, for these mixed martial arts fighters. And the only reason why I'm saying, I don't know if I should believe Conor McGregor is just the simple fact that we've seen this many of times from, from fighters and a big prime example I can use is Brock Lesnar. Anyone who does not know Brock Lesnar, Brock Lesnar is a former collegiate champion from the University of Minnesota. Uh, Brock Lesnar has tried many other, uh, uh, I don't know how to word this correctly, but he, Brock Lesnar has done so much in his life. Anyone who does not know who Brock Lesnar is right now, he is currently signed to the WWE uh, and you you could say Brock Lesnar is one of those successful two-way athlete guys because he, he did well in the UFC, and I still think he is 
going to find a way back into the UFC for another fight. Uh, Brock Lesnar's last fight was against Mark Hunt, which ended up being a no contest after the UFC found something illegal that Brock Lesnar did, and they ended up calling it a draw. They suspended Brock Lesnar for a year, and supposedly there's rumors going around that uh, Daniel Cormier wants to fight Brock Lesnar. So we'll see how that goes out. But the only reason why, and I keep saying this, is that I do not see Conor McGregor officially retiring. And 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 hell, I could be wrong. He could actually be retiring from the sport of MMA because uh, the UFC and any like boxing or anything like that, it takes its toll on your body. I think that does more on your body than what the professional sports does. I honestly think that the UFC does more damage to the body than anything else. And it, as crazy as it sounds, as crazy as it sounds, I think Conor McGregor uh, is going to be very successful in life. And I say that because of anyone that has not seen the commercials, Conor McGregor has recently come out with, and I don't know how long he's been, uh, he's been trying to start this. I don't know how, how long he's been uh, thinking about doing this, but Conor McGregor recently came out with uh, some whiskey. A The brand is Proper 12 Whiskey. Now, I don't know if it's going to be sold in the U.S. or not. I think uh, you know most people that are of legal age are probably trying to find out if it's going to be sold or not in the U.S. because of just who it is. It's Conor McGregor. And I think that right there, that's profit money right there. That's business. And, and he's I, he's going to be just fine, especially with the contract, uh, with the money that he signed to fight uh, Floyd Money Mayweather uh, last year back in August. Uh, for anyone that did not see that fight, I personally saw the fight. I was watching it on a streaming device. Uh, that fight was just, it did not live up to the hype. I, I'm actually really surprised Conor McGregor went as far as he did against a true professional boxer in Floyd Money Mayweather. So I really do think that Connor could possibly be done in the UFC. And Dana White even sent out a text message uh, to reporter, whoever it may have been, reporters or whatnot, saying that if he was Conor McGregor, he would be retiring too because he's got the money. He's very successful. And even though Conor McGregor, and there's been reports that Conor McGregor is now uh under investigation for sexual allegations. I don't know if it's against his girlfriend that they have a child by, fiance, whatever the case, or a person from the past. But that is just reports that Conor McGregor is under investigation for sexual allegations. And there's been other incidents that have happened outside of the octagon that Conor has been involved in. Uh, Most recently, the one, uh, I want to say not even three weeks ago, where he smashed a fan's phone in Miami. I don't know. I I didn't really read much up on it, uh, but I get the updates on my phone. I just found it very odd that Conor McGregor got that pissed off about whatever the case was. I don't know if the fan might have said a a a something of a uh, if he cussed at Conor, if he said something to really just piss him off. But Connor smashed a person's phone. <laughs> so I, 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 you know, maybe the person had, I, don't, I wouldn't say the person had a reason behind it, but obviously there was a reason why Connor McGregor smashed a person's phone. 
when he was down in Miami. And then there was that incident. Uh, I'm sure a lot of people have heard of it. That incident after following the events of UFC 232, where Conor McGregor attacked a uh, a bus uh, that had multiple UFC fighters on the on the tour on the bus. And he, I believe he picked up a dolly. I think I saw the video because TMZ does a good job of this releasing video footages of multiple things that happen with all these athletes. Uh, I, I, I want to say he picked up a dolly and he threw it at the bus, it caused uh, damage to the bus, some damage, I believe, to some of the fighters. Uh, so, it, you know, honestly, and I've and I and I have and I do remember talking about this. If I was Dana White at that time, I would have said I'm not signing you to any more contracts uh, because supposedly, uh, and I don't know much about this either. Uh, supposedly, Conor McGregor was supposed to be lining up to sign a new six fight contract deal, and I don't honestly know how much the fighters get paid if they get paid per fight, depending on how well the fight is received by the fans in attendance. But that, that was supposedly what Conor McGregor was uh, going to do. He was going to sign a six-fight deal. But now it seems like he he's retired. And, I, and I'm still not going to hold my breath on this just because of the tweet, the way it started out. Hey, quick announcement. If you were going to publicly announce your retirement, and, and, we, and we all know we live in a world of social media where social media has taken over pretty much every aspect of what people do in lives. You know, whether it's it's the broadcasting industry, uh, anything, the, the the analyst, everyone knows that you can't you can't keep anything private now because of the social media, because of the social media that we that we live in, the world we live in of social media. So it, it, I find it hard to believe that, you know, you wouldn't take your time. And, I, and I'm not saying that that Connor didn't take his time to think about this, but the way he tweeted it out, it, it just, it to me, it, it kind of seems a little off, but who knows? I could be wrong. He, Connor McGregor could actually be retired because he did have a very successful career in the UFC. Uh, very brash, very uh, arrogant, cocky man, uh, man I, I could say. Uh, and the only reason why I... I pulled for Conor McGregor is because of my Irish background. I have Irish uh, roots in me, but I wasn't a huge Conor McGregor fan. I wouldn't say that off off the top of my head. Uh, and, and other announcements, Jordy Nelson officially announced his retirement today. Uh, Jordy Nelson, a, a, a man that has that has proven his worth in the NFL, uh, when I, I I just found it odd when. He got uh, released by by the Green Bay Packers and ended up going to Oakland last year. And his one season in Oakland, he just I I didn't really pay attention to Jordy Nelson, but Oakland was just a terrible team all year last year. And I think Jordy Nelson, you know, he figured there's not much really he can do anymore, especially at his age, because you know you talk about the running back position in the NFL those guys once they hit like the 30 the year once they get around in their 30s they kind of start to decline a little bit uh but i could you know honestly for receivers I, I would think uh for receivers in the NFL the age that they would hit to start declining in in production would be probably their early the, the start of their 30s, like 32, 31. 
and because you, you can't play the game forever. And the NFL will take a toll on your body as well just because of the simple fact you're you're constantly – the NFL is all about safety now. It's all about protecting the quarterback. The, the league has basically turned into a passing league, you can say. Uh, so it does not surprise me that Jordy Nelson retired. And we finally got the announcement from Rob Gronkowski uh, the other day as well uh, saying that he is uh, retiring from the league. Now, I don't know if Rob Gronkowski is going to stay retired because we've seen a lot of guys come out of retirement uh, in the past, in years past, from the NFL or any other major sport coming out of retirement to play again because obviously they want to be successful. And Rob, Rob Gronkowski... Uh, in the nine years he played with the Patriots, was very successful. A uh, five-time Pro Bowler, a three-time Super Bowl champion. Uh, did a lot more than what other guys who are in the Hall of Fame, as far as the tight end position, have done that did that what they did in their career. And speaking of the NFL, uh, I don't know if any of you guys saw this, but the NFL and this happened uh, yesterday, the NFL and the league owners meeting down in Phoenix, Arizona, passed a new rule for the upcoming season, and they're going to review it on after the year is up, after the new season is up, that they, are, they have allowed coaches to challenge offense and defense pass interference calls, what they would believe to be offense and pass interference calls, and some non-calls. And then under the two-minute period, Every other play that the the challenges will go from the booth. So, and, and here's the thing: I, I think a lot of people are still upset about the Rams going to the Super Bowl, and, and that's probably why you could say there was a decline in the ratings this year from the Super Bowl. And and I will say this: for as long as I've been watching the NFL as a fan, for as long as I've been a fan of a, a fan of sports. Uh, and watching the championship games for any for any sport in particular that this past year's Super Bowl uh, by far was probably one of the worst ones to watch just because and and I wasn't expecting you know and I, and I'm not trying to say I wanted a high scoring performance but you can basically say that Rob Gronkowski uh, made the play of the Super Bowl with that. I forgot how long of a pass it was that Tom Brady threw to Gronkowski, but it brought it down to the two-yard line of Los Angeles. That game was just so underwhelming. It was it. I I was I really wanted to stop watching the game, but I'm I was so invested in it just because I wanted to see what Sean McVay could have done. It was so underwhelming, and everyone knows that the Rams probably were not the right team to represent the NFC. At the Super Bowl, because of that that huge non-call that happened in the AFC, the NFC Championship game between the Rams and the Saints, and I was watching the game live. I truly believe that that the Saints should have gone on to win that game, whether it had been twenty-seven to twenty or twenty-three to twenty. The Ram, the the Saints should have won that game, and they should have gone on to the Super Bowl. And I truly do believe. That the that the Saints would have most likely given the Patriots a run for their money. I don't know if the Saints would have come out on top, but there could have been a good chance the Saints could have won the, this past year's Super Bowl had they gone to the Super Bowl. 
but uh, that you know that that rule change does bring some pros just because of I do think that there is going to be a lot more cha- a lot of more calls overturned because there's a lot of times that the refs miss obvious calls and 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 you can be watching the game and you're like wow how did they not see that and you know they got four or five officials out there you got the main official then you got the side judges the back official whatever the case may be so you got about four to five officials out there that are supposed to be doing their job and they there's a lot of times refs miss calls and and we all know that's part of you know being a official and whether it be the college uh, level or the pro level referees do miss calls and i i do think there's going to be some pros to that because a lot of calls could possibly be overturned this upcoming season but the cons of it and you you always got the, you always got negatives to anytime there's an approval of some sort in, in the in the world of sports i think the cons the negatives to this is going to be that the nfl might seem that this was just a one-year type of thing, and then they're going to take that rule out of consideration for the next season, the following season, the 2020 season. So I don't know how well that's going to work for for the teams because a lot of teams probably are saying, thank the Lord that they approved of that rule. But there's probably a lot of teams too that are like, it's just because Sean Payton wouldn't keep his mouth shut, and Sean Payton was still complaining about it leading up to the owners' meeting. Even after the first day of the owners' meeting, uh, Sean Payton was still complaining about the call. And I would, too, if I was a head coach in the NFL, but I'm not. Uh, but it, it is what it is, so I, I, we'll see how that goes for this upcoming season. I still think one of the rule changes the, the NFL should consider, and I do think that uh, – Andy Reid proposed this rule, and I even talked about it uh, a couple, a number of weeks ago, because Deion Sanders was on Skip and Shannon's uh, Undisputed on the FS1 channel, speaking about how the NFL should implement college rules as far as the overtime rules go. Each team gets a possession of the ball, and you keep going until one other team cannot score. And I do think that the NFL is not going – I don't think the NFL is not going to consider implementing college rules. But the NFL uh, – and, and this is what Andy Reid supposedly proposed is that each team gets a possession no matter what the score is. Each team gets a possession in overtime. And I do think that should have that, – that should, they should have changed that a long time ago because – that AFC Championship game this past season, I do think that if the Chiefs would have gotten a chance with Patrick Mahomes and that offense that that was on the field, they probably would have scored and the game would have been tied at 38 apiece. That game was so fun to watch. Uh, even though I did miss most of the game, that game was just so fun to watch, uh, hearing about the game. And I do think that and, and from what I'm from what I'm getting, the vibe I'm getting is that the the coaches are able, I guess at this owner meeting, they're able to provide a rule change of sort, what they think should be a rule change for the upcoming season. And and like I've said this, and I'm, and I'm going to keep saying this until they actually do do something about it, the NFL should implement college rules, if not uh, just implement 
each team gets a possession to score. Now, here's the thing, though, because everyone knows that the everyone knows that the NFL does not continue the game. So, if anyone does not remember from this past college season, LSU and Texas A&M went into a seven overtime period. And the thing I like about the college football rules and overtime is that each team gets a possession. So let's just say one team scores and the other team scores, then you're going to a second overtime. And it keeps going until that defense can stop somebody. So I do think that how as fun as it would be to see the NFL implement those rules to where a team that starts overtime, you, there's no kickoffs. You just take the ball from the 25-yard line or, or hell, you can even make it to where the NFL, since those guys have the playing experience uh, and they're a little bit more skilled than what college guys are, I you could say that you can give the guys in the NFL to start on the 30-yard line. You start there and you try to score. And here's the thing. I don't know. And I know the NFL is not going to implement this, but they should because college, you start at the 25 and you try to score. So any, every time you score, don't do no kickoffs. Just give the other team the ball and see if you can stop them. That's all I'm trying to say. And it, it would be such a, a difference maker, I think, for a lot of teams because, uh, you know, quite honestly, as an NFL fan uh, and, and as a broadcaster, I am tired of seeing ties happen in the NFL. Because there's a lot of teams in the past, in years past, that could have easily made the playoffs. And for example, I'm going to take the first game of the week, for example, between the Browns and the Steelers of this past season. They ended in a tie, and you hardly see, you actually saw two ties last year. Uh, and this, and the second one came the following week between the Vikings and the Packers down in Lambeau Field. So I'm just saying the NFL should think about implementing college rules or if not just implementing the fact that let's have an overtime period until to where each team gets a possession now here's the thing if each team gets a possession or multiple possessions and does not score are you still going to end in the tie because if I was a if I was on the NFL committee and I had the decision to decide all these things I would keep playing until a team is victorious because as a fan if I'm in attendance at the game and I paid all that money to go see my favorite team play against another team and I paid all that money for hotel expenses food expenses gas expenses the traveling expenses I would want to see a victorious team come out whether it be my team or an another team. I would want to see a team come out. And I think the fans are are really they want that to happen. I don't know when it's going to happen, if it ever will happen, but I'm just saying it should happen. It needs to happen because the people will would probably enjoy. I I think the ratings would probably skyrocket for for the NFL if something like that was to happen because you hardly you rarely see in the season where teams have that one that 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 record where it says blank blank and then one or blank blank and then two you hardly see that but i do think the nfl needs to do something about it 
I'm glad that, you know, the NFL did something about the the offense and defense pass interference sort of thing. And I do think it, it's a good thing that teams can challenge it. But And, and I'm going to say this again. What if a team loses that challenge? Do they lose a timeout? Do they lose a, a challenge? And I wonder how many challenges they're going to be able to get during the, the period of a game. Are they going to get two? Are they going to get three? And what are they going to do about if the if the head coaches want to challenge an, a, a fumble or whatever the case may be? Or does that go into all of the same category? So that's going to be something to look out for as the NFL season comes along. That's going to be something to watch during the season because I do think you're going to see a lot, a lot of challenges this upcoming season from probably every team in the league. There, And you might find one team that might not do it as much, but I would say probably all 32 teams in the league are probably going to challenge multiple calls for the pass interference, whether it be the offensive side or the defensive side. So that's something to look out for as the NFL season is quickly approaching. The NFL draft is approaching, and the, all those mock drafts, you know, they have Kyler Murray going one. They supposedly the Giants are interested in Josh Rosen if the Arizona Car if the Arizona Cardinals do ship him out. I don't know what's happening there. I don't know what's going to happen. Uh, Josh Rosen, I think, deserves a better opportunity. And last year for the Cardinals, it was just tough because the Cardinals did not have the right coaching staff for a, for a young rookie quarterback. It was just it was it was pretty awful for Josh Rosen. And Josh Rosen played a decent career. Uh, he had a decent stint at UCLA when he was the quarterback there. So who knows? But a lot of mock drafts have Kyler Murray going number one to going number one to the Cardinals. I think Cliff uh, Kingsbury probably wants that to happen just because he knows he's been trying to get Kyler Murray as his quarterback when he was in college. So it's probably going to happen in the NFL. You just don't know. But it's almost time for the NFL to start back up. I'm excited. I cannot wait. Baseball is almost back. I believe today is the last day of spring training for baseball. I'm excited because the season does start tomorrow afternoon. I think the first game is on at 1 o'clock on ESPN. It's just a fun time if you're a sports fan because baseball is coming back tomorrow. The regular season starts tomorrow. NFL is slowly but surely coming back. I'm sure a lot of the guys are still working out in the offseason, still trying to figure things out and and all that. Uh, College basketball, we're officially going to start the Sweet 16 a uh, round of games tomorrow. I'm looking forward to that. The it, it's just and I'm and I'm going to say this again. It's a fun time to be a sports fan, because uh, everything's happening. The NBA playoffs are soon to start. I believe the NBA playoffs start April 14th, if I'm not mistaken. I might have to double check on that and come back to you guys if with the correct answer on that. The NL the NHL playoffs start April 10th. I'm looking forward to that, and and like I've said in the past, I'm not a big hockey fan, but I will sit down and watch the games just because of how quick pace it is, and there's really, you can never go wrong at a hockey game. I've never been to a hockey game. I'm hoping to get to one possibly next season just to see what it's all, what the hype is all about, but guys, it is time 
for me to head out. I wish you guys a blessed day. And thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Let's Talk Sports Podcast.